0: You're listening to the BCHL
1: podcast, the official podcast of the BCHL. Into the goal! He
0: scores! Oh. He scores! And just 5-4, driving to the net. He scores! From his backhand to his forehand, a short-handed breakaway. Right in scores! Oh. Shoots it for 13 yeah. scores!
2: Good morning, good afternoon, good night. Scores! Ozar wins it!
0: Overtime winner! Now, here's your host, Jesse Adamson.
3: Hey there, welcome to the BCHL Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Adamson. We are back again with another four interviews for you as we move into part two of our NHL draft coverage. This podcast is releasing on Thursday morning on July 22nd, which means the NHL draft is just one day away. This year, the same as last year, the draft will be held virtually. Uh, Round one will be on Friday, July 23rd, as I mentioned, and rounds two through seven will take place on Saturday, July 24th. As usual, the BCHL is set to be well represented at the NHL draft. Uh, But before we get into that and our four interviews today, I'd like to tell you that our NHL draft coverage is presented by Chevrolet. Chevrolet is a founding partner of the BC Hockey League, and we thank them for their continued support. All right, we have a jam-packed show for you, so let's get going with the interviews. As I mentioned off the top, we have four more interviews today, all players who are ranked by NHL Central Scouting. First up, we have Salmon Arm Silverbacks forward, Noah Serdakny. After that, we speak with Tyler Rubin, who is a defenseman committed to play for the West Kelowna Warriors next year. Our third interview, we go back to Salmon Arm and we speak with Silverbacks defenseman Joachim LeMay. And we wrap things up with another Warriors committed player, and that is Nick Rukinakis. We will start things off with Serdakny. Noah Serdakny made a huge impact in the BCHL's pod season in 2021. The 18-year-old finished the season with 24 points in 20 games. He finished fourth in rookie scoring in all of the BCHL. And at the end of the season, when the pods awards were handed out, Serdachny took home the Vernon Pods Top Rookie Award. On top of that year-end award, since the pod season ended, Serdachny was listed as the 208th ranked North American skater, ahead of the draft. And shortly after that, he also announced his commitment to play his NCAA hockey at Colorado College. But before he heads off to college, he's back for another year with the Silverbacks. And we were able to catch up with him to talk about the draft, his rookie season in the BCHL, and a whole lot more. So Noah just uh quickly looking back on last year the pod season you were named top rookie in the Vernon pod you you finished the season with 24 points in 20 games how do you feel about uh your rookie season in the league
1: Uh yeah it was it was great to just play those 20 games um sort of just get a feel for the league and a level of competition that the BC has to offer and uh for me personally I was just super grateful we got to play those 20 and I know we were waiting for it for a while there. So it was just really nice to, to be able to, to play those for sure.
3: Yeah. It seems that your, your strong season caught the attention of a lot of people in the hockey world. Uh, Soon after uh, we wrapped up the pod, you were named to NHL central scouting's final rankings ahead of the 2021 draft. Uh, What
1: was it like to see your name on that list? Yeah. yeah, um, That was something that was pretty cool for me. Definitely. Just, uh, being able to 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 work hard all year to to have your name recognized is obviously good but I know in the end it's just a list so but but for sure it's a good accomplishment for me
3: and obviously you you knew it was your draft year this year your first year of eligibility but was that anything that was on your radar um before you you were on the list were you thinking about the draft or, or anything like that
1: well, yeah, I'd, I'd be lying to you if I said I wasn't thinking about it. But um, for me personally, a big thing was just growing as a player and as a team specifically. So coming into next year when we have a normal year here, just uh, being the best team we possibly can be. But but that was def- definitely something that I, I had my eye on and it was a goal of mine for sure. Yeah
3: and then if if that day comes and and you do hear your name selected, what what would that mean to you and your family if you did get uh, chosen by an NHL team at the draft?
1: Yeah, that'd be that'd be awesome for me. just uh obviously it's yeah, it's been a dream of mine since I was a little kid, but that being said, if i if I don't hear my name called, then kind of just adds a feel to the fire for me and uh, gives me something to work towards. so not the end of the world by any means. So the other big thing, <clears throat>
3: excuse me, that's happened since the last time we talked in the pod season is you've uh, committed to Colorado College. Um, why was that school the right fit for you?
1: Yeah, just um, I feel like they they play in the, the top conference in college hockey and just the level of competition you're facing night in and night out was a big thing for me. And then also the coaching staff there, I, I built a really good relationship with and I feel like uh, my style of play fits it's gonna fit in super well there so yeah just uh the big thing was the conference and just uh, relationships with the with the coaching staff was really really big for me
3: so it's it's been a couple months here since uh the bchl season wrapped up and you still have a couple months to go till next season so i'm just curious what types of things are you working on this off season? is there anything in your game that you identified that you wanted to improve over the off offseason uh, how have you approached yeah. this time off
1: yeah definitely a a thing for me is uh just a, a strength and building powers so i've been doing a lot of spending a lot of time in the gym and then also just doing some some sprint training which has been really good for me and then obviously just being on the ice as as much as i possibly can be um for sure
3: Now that you're committed to Colorado college, do they have any input in that? Like when you chat with them, do they have specific things that they want you to work on?
1: Uh, Yeah, they do. Um, I think it's a combination of things just from, from my trainers, my coaches and seminar. I'm just like, um, I'm willing to, to take constructive criticism from anyone. So anytime I have an opportunity to get better. Uh, i'll take it in and and do my best to improve on that so yeah
3: so another one of your teammates uh, Joachim lemay is also listed by central scouting um yeah. i know you only got to play the the one season and it was a short season with him but what can you say
1: about his game yeah joe's a really good buddy of mine like he's a he's a terrific player and even better guy um yeah he he can just pretty much do it all. Like he's always got, he's got a great first pass, great instincts. He's good offensively. He can do it all. And honestly, he's, he's a terrific player. And like I said, an an even better guy.
3: So you're set to return to salmon arm next year. Uh, what, uh, what are you expecting from the team in your second year in the league? I know you got a chance to, to get your feet wet in the league and and you guys did have some success in the pod, but what are you expecting, um, in your second season?
1: Yeah. um, just just talking with the guys lately, I think for us, like anything less than uh than a championship or or uh, or a, a really good run. Um, that's what we're gonna settle for. Like uh, obviously there'll be bumps along the road, but I think we're gonna have a super strong team and um, that that's the main goal for us. So next year, um,
3: I know there isn't a set year or whatever when you're you're going to be heading to college, but how do you approach that and making sure that you're taking advantage of your time in junior and making sure you're ready for the next step uh, when that yeah. time does come?
1: Yeah, just, just soaking in as much as I possibly can and trying to become the best player I possibly can and just getting better every day and... I think I think a big thing for that is uh, we just as as a team, we got to show like our success, too, because I think winning at the junior level is a big thing before you move on. So and I think uh in Salmon Arm, we've done a we've done a really good job over the last the last year and trying to create that. And I think yeah, I think next year we're going to be we'll make some noise for sure.
3: Last question for you and just bringing it back to the draft. This is something I've been asking all the, the guys I've been talking to ahead of the draft, but, um, if you're speaking to an NHL GM, uh, who's thinking of selecting you, how would you describe your game and how do you think it would translate to the pro level?
1: Yeah. Um, I think a big thing for me is, uh, I make players around me better and that's one thing I pride my game on. Um, I'm an unselfish player and I, I like to, to make plays, and uh, play the game the right way and then just um create offense any way i can even strength power play and yeah just a big thing for me is i'm a, I'm a playmaker and then can also put the puck in the net uh if i have to so yeah
3: awesome noah well i really appreciate your time um have a great summer and, and best of luck at the draft in a couple of weeks thanks so
1: much appreciate your time jesse
3: Huge thank you to Noah Sardagny for joining us. Now let's move on to our second interview. We speak with West Kelowna Warriors committed defenseman Tyler Rubin. Rubin played his prep school years at Belmont Hill School in Massachusetts, where he excelled as a two-way defenseman. In the most recent full season he played in 2019-20, he had 23 points in 30 games for Belmont Hill. He also comes into the BCHL with a scholarship firmly in place as he is committed to play his hockey at Princeton University. Ruben comes in ranked at 196 among North American skaters, and we caught up with him ahead of the draft to talk about his draft ranking, his commitment to Princeton, and his outlook for next year as a rookie with the West Kelowna Warriors. So Tyler, you're new to the league, you're joining the West Kelowna Warriors for this season. Uh, what was it about the BCHL and specifically West Kelowna that made you want to come out West and play this year?
4: Yeah. So obviously, you know, looking at the league for juniors this year, you know, the BCHL stood out to me. Um, obviously it's one of the best, one of the best leagues in North America for juniors. And I think West Kelowna was a really good fit for me and my family and, and my play style. And I really connected with the coaches and coach Ferguson and, uh, Uh, When I talked to them, so I think overall, it was a great fit for me and my game and my style. I think I'm going to have a great opportunity to excel out in West Kelowna and and the BCHL. And um, also, there's some connection with West Kelowna with some kitchen bossing, too, and just some other um, kids that I knew that played out there. So that helped a bit, too.
3: So for, for fans that, that aren't familiar with you and your game, maybe just uh, tell us a little bit about uh, what type of style you play and, and what they can expect from you.
4: Yeah, so um, I'm a puck-moving defenseman, so I like uh, having the puck on my stick, but I also like passing a lot and transitioning up ice. So uh, I'm a really good skater, and skating's my best asset, so I like to defend my skate with my feet, and I like to use my feet all over the ice. So if that's if that's someone coming down the wall, I like to angle them and, use my feet and then offensively, you know, like transitioning it quick up ice and then join the rush to uh, see what how I can help on the offense. So prior to,
3: to joining the Warriors this year, you played at Belmont Hill school uh, since 2018, 19, what was that program like? And, and what was your time like there?
4: Mm-hmm. So Belmont Hill is a prep school, uh, just probably 15 minutes outside Boston. Um, so it's one of the top academic schools in the area. And uh it's also has great athletics too, so it kinda of mixes those both. So I've been going to Bowen Hill since seventh grade and then I played there in my high school years there. And so with the help of like uh coaches Jeremiah McCart and Brian Finney, um that the program was instrumental to, to where I am at today. And it was a good program to learn how to kinda of play uh as like a as a sophomore and playing as a younger kid with older kids and then developing your next three years to then being a leader and a co captain last year. Um, but that was Bowen Hill was really instrumental in, in where I'm at today. And I, I don't think I'd be where I am without what I've learned there.
3: How did things go for you guys last year with COVID and everything? Were you able to get many games in? What was the season like for you uh, in
4: 2020, 21? Yeah. So it was a little bit tough. So um, in the fall out in Boston, we play like uh, with fall teams in our school. So we had a couple of games with my fall team, which is the Boston junior Eagles. And then for Bowen Hill, um our first month of the season was delayed so we didn't play. Uh usually we play a little bit at the end of November and December, but we didn't have anything then. And then we got around ten game like scrimmages they were called in, in uh January and February. So we did get some scrimmage action in but um it definitely wasn't the full season that we usually have yeah without getting
3: all of those games that you usually play in the the regular season games how how did you approach that like how did you manage to stay sharp throughout the year uh, even though you weren't getting mm-hmm. that game action in
4: yep so we had, we had a lot of time to practice a lot more than usual so we probably practiced three times as much as we usually did and uh, you know we really focused on our team with just kind of staying in it and being ready for games at all times because we never knew if we were going to get the call that you know we had a game that weekend but uh, kind of just focus on keeping my head right and just preparing for how I normally would for a normal year. So not kind of not trying to get too down on it and just stay positive. So a little over a month ago, the
3: final rankings came out from NHL Central Scouting ahead of the 2021 draft. Uh, and your name was on there. Uh, so what was your reaction to being included on that
4: list? Yeah, that was it's a huge honor to be to be uh, listed on Central Scouting. You know, it's it's something that I worked hard to be to be on and something that I've worked hard for, but I mean, with what, whatever happens with the draft, you know, it's kind of just another like sign to keep working hard and just keep pushing on and kind of keep working as I have been the last couple of years. So, I mean, I'm very, very honored to be listed on that list. Um, And it's something I worked for, but at the end of the day, kind of just a nice to keep working hard and keep going. And if you did
3: hear your name drafted on that day, I know you, you mentioned you either way you, you, you keep
4: working and you kind of keep pushing forward. But if mm-hmm. that did happen, what would it mean to you? Yeah, that, that would mean the world to me. I mean, to me and my family too, my family has been a big, been a big help to me in my whole career in life uh, so far. But if I did hear my name, you know, that would obviously be the, the dream that every kid <laughs> dreams of when, when they're a little kid. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think that would probably be one of the biggest moments in my life so far. and Hopefully, when that time comes, it happens. But if not, you know, like I already said, just another sign. to kind of keep your head down and keep working and just keep going at it. So
3: you come into the BCHL with a commitment already in place. You, you have a scholarship to Princeton University. Um, mm-hmm. With a school like that, and, and you mentioned the academics at Belmont, um, I, I'm guessing education is an important thing to you. Where does that come from?
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So education's always been a big, big aspect of my life and my parents, both my, my dad and my mom, have stressed that to me and my two brothers throughout our entire life. So, because at the end of the day, you know, you never know if you're going to get hurt or something. And obviously they want us to try as hard as we can in our sports. And so my brother plays lacrosse and I play hockey and they obviously want us to try to go as far as that. But at the end of the day, if that doesn't work out, you know, I'm going to have the education of Princeton to fall back on. and And my high school education, too. So I think that's always been a big part of our life. and It's never uh, bad to have those things to fall back on. Uh, What was it about the hockey program that made it a good fit for you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Princeton was kind of the same thing as my high school. It's it's a mix of the best academics and the best athletics. So uh, Coach Ron Fogarty and and Brad Dex were really great when I was looking to play there and it's just the second i stepped on campus and stepped in the facilities you know it just felt like a perfect fit to me and my family and i really connected with the coaches and just everything about their hockey program over there so what's um given that your your year last year was
3: a bit of a strange year um what, what's your off season been like what have you been working on uh,
4: throughout the the spring and the summer months mm-hmm. so yeah during the spring uh out in boston we had We had a little spring league uh, for the kids that really didn't get to have a season. So we were all playing in that. It's called the PHL for like a couple of months in the spring until the early summer. So that was um, like a good amount of practice and games. And then after that finished, and I was lifting through that time too, about four times a week. And then after that finished, uh, I left four times a week at at performance systems or EPS, where there's a lot of NHL guys from the Boston area that um, work out there. And then also been just skating a couple of times a week and probably start ramping it up more towards the uh, close of the season. So you're
3: starting as a rookie, as I mentioned, with uh, the Warriors in the fall. Um, so what are you expecting from yourself in your first BCHL season?
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely think uh, there will be a learning curve uh, or adjustment period. But I think once I start to get a hang of it, I think I can really be an impact player in the BCHL. And I think I should be able to get there pretty quickly. And um, I think definitely... West Kelowna uh, I think I can excel there and it's a great fit for me and I really like the coaches and the other, I've already met some of the teammates too so I think that for me coming into BCHL as a rookie I'm gonna want to try to make an impact as soon as possible and help us win yeah, and what, what about the team it sounds like you're pretty
3: familiar with the situation there some of the players the coaching staff what are you expecting mm-hmm. from the team next year
4: yeah. So some of the players I talked to, um, like Connor Joyce and some kids in Boston, everything that they had to say about it was great things and they all loved it there. And I talked to, uh, some of the other players on the team, uh, going into it or some kids that played there in a couple of years back. Um, and everything about the culture and the program and the ownership, their new ownership, um, really st- stood out to me compared to the other teams and I think it's the brotherhood and culture that I want to have for juniors. And I think from coming from like a good family aspect and like that good, like brotherhood and like teammates and everything like that, um,
3: it really stood out to me. Last question for you, just bringing it back to the draft to finish things off. Um, Mm -hmm. So if you mentioned your playing style earlier, your puck puck moving defenseman, good skater, but if you were speaking to an NHL GM about the draft and uh, maybe trying to talk up your game a little bit, what would you say to him? And how do you think it would kind of translate to the pro level?
4: Yeah. So I think, I think the game and the way it's moving today and and a lot more of the defensemen you see coming in the NHL, like Kale McCarr and Quinn Hughes, I think, in a couple of years, 10 years, I think that's the D that everyone's going to want on their team. At least have a couple of those guys on our team. I think I'm very valuable in that aspect. And I can also, I also defend very well too. So I I know I, how I can perform offensively, but at yeah, the same time, I can defend very well. I have a very good stick and I, I use my feet very well defensively. So I think I bring that valuable to any NHL team of those puck moving skills and those offensive Uh, aspects of my game in the O zone and stuff, but then also at the same time, you're not going to lose anything in the D zone because I also take uh, a lot of pride in my defense.
3: Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Tyler. Really appreciate the time. Uh, Best of luck at the draft and we'll see you on the ice next year. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you to Tyler Rubin for the time. Let's move on to our third interview. Let's go back to Salmon Arm and catch up with Silverbacks defenseman Joachim LeMay. Despite a challenging season in his first year with Salmon Arm last year because of COVID restrictions and shutdowns, LeMay was still able to put together a very productive season. In the extended training camp season in the fall, he notched a goal and five assists while playing in all 13 of his team's games. And when it came time for the pod season, he was ready for action again chipping in with 10 assists in 15 contests. Despite not getting in as many games as he would like, and it being his second year of draft eligibility, his impressive season caught the eye of the Scouts and ended up getting him ranked 224th among North American skaters by NHL Central Scouting. Beyond the BCHL and the NHL Draft, LeMay is committed to play his college hockey at the University of Nebraska-Omaha, so we got a chance to talk to him about his commitment and his relationship with the school, his draft ranking, and how his rookie season went in the BCHL. All right, Joachim, uh, you were listed on NHL Central Scouting's final rankings ahead of the NHL draft. Uh, what was your reaction when you saw your name on that list?
2: I was pretty excited. Um, of course, it's just, like, it's just a list, but um, it's just a sign that you're on the right track. So I was pretty excited. So you're a 2002 born player. This
3: is yeah. that, that means this is your second year of eligibility. Uh Before, yeah. before this year, given this was your first year of junior, was the draft mm-hmm. really on your radar before that?
2: Um, I've talked to teams uh, last year, but you know, you never really know. Of course, I was thinking about it and hoping for the best, but um, yeah, it's kind of like you never really. I never really knew if it was or not. So, uh,
3: since you were having those conversations with those pro teams, obviously it is in the back of your mind. Like you mentioned, how do you ma- uh, maintain your focus on the ice and, and, not let that kind of distract you when you're out there?
2: Um, I would say the, the scouts do a pretty good job on not talking to you, you know, on game weekends or stuff like that. So, um, you, of course, you do think about it, and sometimes you know when scouts are um, in the building, but uh, you know, you're just trying to focus on uh, your preparation the whole day and focus on what the team needs to do to, to win, and it kind of just goes away and you don't really think about it. So
3: 2020, 20, 20, you played your first season with the Silverbacks um, yeah. in, in the pod season. You managed to put up 10 assists in 15 games. Um, how, mm-hmm. did you, how did you feel about your play?
2: Um, I felt pretty good. Uh, you know, uh, we did as a team way better than we did the first part of the season. So uh, it was, you know, um, it was pretty good to play for you know like to play with all these new kids that we got and um knowing what we did during the off like the off season kind of what we had between both uh pods so like it was pretty fun and we felt pretty good too um knowing what we did during the, the off season so
3: considering you were able to put up points in the pod season, what do you think that productive few weeks of hockey did for your draft prospects?
2: Um, I think it might've, uh, might've helped I would say, cause you know, it's been a while that I didn't play games before that. Um, and also didn't play um, as many games a year before because of COVID too so I think just uh, more games always good um, in these times with all these uh, uh, you know there's so many leagues that don't play so the more you play it's always uh, a plus so you're one
3: of two Silverbacks players that were on the Central Scouting list your teammate yeah. uh, Noah Serdachny, uh is on that as well uh, what can you say about his game and how he played last year
2: um, I was really, um, I wouldn't say, I don't want to say the wrong word, but, um, because I want to say, I don't want to say surprised because I knew what he could get, but I think he played really like high level hockey and, um, I knew how could, how good he could be. And, uh, I was pretty excited to see how, how good he was during the, the pod and, you know, his hands and his um, scoring abilities are just really, really high. And um, he he can also see the play really well. And, you know, to play with him on the par play and uh, on five on five, you know, he's always open for uh, a pass and he sees the, the play really well. So it was really fun to play with him.
3: So you've uh, you're returning to Salmon Arm for your second season in 21 22. Uh, what type, yeah. what types of things are you hoping to improve on over the off season and maybe add to your game or improve on heading into the next BCHL year?
2: Mm-hmm. I would say put some weight and uh, try to try to you know get more uh, offense and obviously win a championship. Um, so you you already have your
3: commitment in place Um, you're committed to Nebraska Omaha Uh, what was it about that school that was the right fit for you
2: Um, I would say the 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 coaches in all the facilities you know they were really about uh, the. I would say like I'm I'm missing the word (laughs) development so that that was an important part for me and uh, the coaches too Mm -hmm. I had a really really good first impression and the more we talked the better it went and uh, the facilities too are just awesome
3: so how often are you in contact with the staff there like the coaches do they give you things Uh, to work on uh, during the year what's that relationship yeah I'd
2: say yeah I'd say really often they talk to me um, the D coach or even the, the forward coach and the head coach they talk to me pretty often and Sometimes they send me videos about stuff I can work on or good things I did in a, in a game or stuff that they do over there. And they're like, "Um, here's, look what we're, what we're doing right now. Or it can be uh, anything about hockey or practice or community stuff they do. So they're really close awesome, um, with me and with the other committed players
3: just bringing it back to the draft to finish off here with a couple questions. Um, and this is a question I, I've asked everyone, but if, if you were speaking to an NHL GM right now about the draft, how would you describe your game and how do you think your game would translate to the pro level?
2: Mm-hmm. So I'm a two-way defenseman. Um, that's really good to break out the puck either with a good pass or to beat a pressure. Um, can bring some good uh, offensive plays too, but responsible defensively. And uh, you know, if you talk about pro, um, I think I'll bring the same, um, the same thing that I can bring right now. Uh, bring a lot of um, offense and you know, tape to tape plays to from our zone to go to the offensive zone.
3: Last question for you. Um, if we get to that day and you do hear your name called, what would it mean to you to get drafted by an NHL team?
2: Uh, I think it would be just a good sign on, on the right track. And um, it will obviously be good because they know what I got to work on. So they could help me on that. And, you know, it's always a reference for me uh, during one season or any time, you know, when I have questions or things i want to work on it's it's pretty easy to reach out to them and they can help help me on that and from then i'm gonna go play college and see what happens
3: all right (laughs) all right joaquin well really appreciate you taking time to chat with me today and Mm -hmm. best of luck at the draft uh, at the end
2: of the month thank you thank you have a great rest of day. you too take care
3: Big thank you to Joachim LeMay for joining the podcast. All right, we've reached our final interview. Last but not least, we speak with West Kelowna Warriors committed forward, Nick Rukinakis. Rukinakis joins the Warriors from Thayer Academy, which has produced several BCHL players in recent years. He also comes in with a scholarship in hand as he's committed to Boston University, which is extra special for him as a native of the Boston area. The 17-year-old is ranked as the 184th North American skater ahead of the NHL draft this weekend. So we caught up with him to cover a wide range of topics, including the draft, his expectations for his rookie year, his experience at Thayer, and also his experience playing with the U.S. national development team last year. All right, Nick. So you're new to the BCHL this year. You come from Thayer Academy. Uh, there's been some some recent players come through the league that have also
0: uh, come through that
3: program. So, uh, what were your three le- years like there?
0: It was just a great experience. Um, good time for development. Um, just great coaching and just learning the game through the older students, the uh, the athletes. There was um, just a great way to develop and prep hockey on the East Coast is probably the best place to be uh, that and Minnesota high school hockey, I'd say are the two top tier tier places to be when going through those, those important development years. And I felt like I was in one of the, the best schools possible for my development personally.
3: Yeah. And like I mentioned, there's been quite a few guys that have come through that program, especially in the last few years here in the BCHL. So uh, do you, are are you familiar with any of those guys? I'm sure you are with some of them. Did you talk to any of them before making your decision to come out West?
0: Yeah, I've talked to um a couple kids that have already been through the prep uh prep years and have come to the BCHL and all I've heard is positive positive experiences, great um just great remarks on the teams and the travel and everything that comes with it. Um just a no brainer for me in the end after talking to them. Just all the good things I hear about the league and the teams and how the development is over here. It's just a perfect fit.
3: Looking at your, your profile from the last few years, you also spent some time with the U.S. national development team last year. Um, that's another program that that produces top-end talent. So what was your experience like there?
0: Yeah, it was great to go out there for a couple games. Um, it was just an honor to be able to represent the country. And it was just a great experience to see the kids at my age who are regarded as the top players and to see how I fit in with them and how my game matched up to theirs and how I was able to fit in against older uh, college teams and uh, older junior teams that we played against
3: so last year was a a strange year and a difficult year for everybody but uh, the hockey world was not exempt from that Um, I know a lot of leagues and a lot of teams were shut down for most of last year so uh, for you what, what was your experience last year during the COVID season what were you did you get to play many games how did it go
0: down for you yeah, it was tough and awkward, like you said. But luckily for me, I was able to have a decent amount of games under my belt for uh, viewership of my game from scouts. Um, I was able to have um, a shortened uh, half season, which is just a uh, team before the prep season. And then I was able to have a few games in prep. And like you said, going out to the development team was really, really good for my, for my game, especially coming up in this draft year It was easily uh, accessible for scouts to watch the games and see how I fare with the other players. Given that
3: this is your draft year, did it make you a little bit nervous that maybe you weren't going to get that exposure? I mean, you mentioned how you did get some games in, but was it a little nerve wracking? Maybe thinking that in such an important year, you might not get the exposure that you would in a normal year? Yeah, it was tough with
0: the unprecedented times. You don't really know what to expect. And you know that everybody else is pretty much dealing with it. Everybody else in your draft year is going through it. The scouts have to work through it. So it's kind of, um, it's not something I was going through alone per se, but it was definitely tough not being able to showcase my abilities as much as I possibly could. I'd say, uh, with the limited times people were able to see the games, but I, I feel like you have to make the most of when you're on the ice. And that's what I try to do every game. So like
3: I mentioned at the top, you're coming out, to play in the bchl this year and we talked about some of the the guys that you've talked to who who had good things to say about the league but i'm just curious um you're committed to the west Kelowna warriors what was it about that team and that program uh that made you want to choose them out of all the
0: the teams out here in the bchl yeah so um i got a call midway through the year and then I talked to a few kids in prep that I knew personally who have went, gone out to West Kelowna and just hearing all the good things they had to say about the program, the coaching, the team, everything, the lifestyle, everything like that. It was just a no-brainer for me to go out there uh, next year. Is just I feel like my play style of a power forward fits into their lineup well, and it'll be a, a great experience next year. So beyond this season in
3: the BCHL look into the future, you're also committed to Boston University. Uh what was that
0: decision making process like? Why did you end up choosing BU? BU has always been a dream school of mine growing up in Boston area as a kid, going to the games with my dad at the Gannis Arena. Um, just always been the school I wanted to play hockey at. And when I got that call, it was just a no brainer for me that this is the place I want to play hockey when uh my college years roll around so
3: obviously the nhl draft is coming up and uh you the uh, central scouting's final rankings came out in late may and you're ranked as the 184th north american skater uh, what was your reaction when you saw those rankings come out and, and you saw your name was on that
0: list yeah it's definitely exciting to see your name on the list with all these other great and talented kids and knowing that people see your game and they think you fit in right along there and you never know how the the draft rankings will match up during the draft days, how people fall and people go up in the draft. But it was definitely it was definitely a great feeling seeing my name up there, but a lot more work that needs to be done, especially through the draft and after, depending on what happens. So if you're speaking
3: to an NHL GM and who's thinking of picking you, uh, how would you describe your game and, and how do you
0: think it would translate to the pro level? Yeah, so my game is, I'd say, best is a big, strong power forward. I use my size and my body as an advantage. I, I like, to, I'm, I'm the type of kid who will go into the corner for puck battles and I like to drive the net hard and I'm not afraid to get into the dirty areas where a lot of other guys shy out uh, of going. And last question for you, if, if you did end
3: up getting selected by an NHL team, uh, what would that mean to you and your family if it did end up happening?
0: Yeah, it would be a dream come true. I think every Kid growing up pretty much that plays hockey. Their dream is to get drafted into the NHL. And one step further than that would be playing in the NHL and having that first game under your belt and keep the career going from there. But it would be, it'd be a huge accomplishment for me. And it'd be, it'd be a great thing that I could share with my dad and my family. Um, it'd just be, it'd just be unbelievable, really.
3: All right. Well, that's all I got for you. So thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. Good luck at the draft and looking forward to see you on the ice with the Warriors in the fall. Awesome. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you very much to Nick Rukunakis for joining us. That'll do it. That wraps up this edition of the BCHL podcast. And that also concludes part two of two of our nhl draft preview another huge thank you to all my guests this week noah serdakny tyler rubin joaquin lemay and nick rukanakis a very special shout out to the presenting sponsor of our nhl draft coverage and that is chevrolet as usual a huge thank you goes out to our producer greg balak for putting this thing together and thank you to you the listener for joining us if you're craving more draft coverage we have got you covered at bchl.ca we have player profiles and q and a's with all the players that are ranked on central scouting we have a full in-depth nhl draft preview coming out today and of course we'll have extensive coverage during the draft to keep everybody up to date on any players with bchl ties that end up getting drafted and we'll wrap things up with a full recap of the draft on saturday afternoon And another podcast next week featuring some NHL Draft-related guests. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, We hope you have enjoyed our NHL Draft coverage so far and will continue to enjoy it over the weekend. And like I said earlier, we'll be back again next week with another podcast on the Draft. So we will talk to you then. Thanks.